7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabi Somosia. Um, I've been doing great. Um, I'm stronger every day. So yeah, um, I'm very happy because uh, I have a strong team. Um, I've been working hard uh, since I've heard that I'm fighting for an elimination. So like yeah, I've been I've been I've been good. To me, it's more like a dream come true. Like I've been waiting for this opportunity for my whole life. Uh, ever since I started, uh, I started my my career. Mm. It means that um. Um, one day, like I can be, I can finally be a world champion. First of all, I believe in myself, and and also can like seven and each and every day. So, not at all. I don't feel under pressure. No, I just get in the ring and and do the job. That's all. Like everyone can say whatever. Afunite party. This is my time now, and no one will stand in my way. So. If, if if no one knows if I I have to be the world champion right now, so why don't why don't I take the opportunity? Because as you can see that um, hundred percent KO ratio and nine fights, twenty two years old, fighting for a, a world elimination bout, that's 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 really special. There's nothing much about Araneta. I respect him. Uh, he's a good boxer, um, but this is my time now. Well, good evening, everybody. Thank you for staying with us on SAFM and for joining us on SAFM Spot On with me. Tabisa Musia Katleko Mudiba is producing the show, assisted by Ben Rakotso and Bongiwa Thomas is in technical. We've opened with a clip that tells you that it's a boxing Wednesday and we'll be talking everything to do with the sweet science that is boxing. That clip is an interview from, was it last week? The week before last, of Usivenati Nonchinga who was speaking to us ahead of his IBF eliminator against Christian Araneta of the Philippines at the Bodo Casino at Quebec. And he was so confident ahead of this fight. I think he got a few new fans last uh, the, the time when we spoke to him. And he certainly did not disappoint as he won that fight on points. And he stretches his unbeaten record now to 10 wins from 10 fights with 9 by knockout and he has now earned the right to challenge the champion Felix Alvarado for the title so we're going to bring him back the special one Sivanatin Onching and if you did watch this fight if you want to congratulate him any messages for him um, Sivanatin Onchinga, you can send them to this voice to this whatsapp number your voice notes 061-4104-107 you can call us directly on 011-714-2006 or you can sms us on 41391 the special one is a great speak to us again as we congratulate him on his win there at the boardwalk casino and well done to rumble africa promotions uh i think the tournament went well from what we saw there um on tv by the way talking about tv there was also kanyele bulana who was uh, challenging for that ibo junior lightweight title in italy last friday in a fight that was broadcast live on sabc2 but it ended in controversial fashion i mean we stayed up until 11 11 30 at night and then Kanyele Bulana was knocked out in the first round by the champion Michael Magnesi. But that's just half the story, though, because if you're watching the fight on SABC, you would have seen that it looked like Bulana beat the count there because he was not badly hit. He stood up after the ref counted to eight and the local ref just stopped counting. He just stopped counting. He declared the fight over, much to the dismay of the SABC commentators, Kona Muabelo and Bongani Makasela, the Duck Destroyer, and much to the amusement of many of us who stayed up late to watch that fight. So, Umenti has agreed to speak to us. He's back home now, and we're going to find out how does he feel after what happened in Italy, the Italian job at its best there. But we've also invited a referee uh, just to help us understand how counting works in boxing, because the ref did not count up to 10, as I mentioned. So, experienced referee and judge, Mr. Ad- Duane Duarte will also talk to us. And if you're watching that fight, also please get in touch with us and share your views on what happened there with Kanyele Bulana. Was the count stopped prematurely? Should the ref have counted to 10? Did Bulana wait too long to get up, especially in a foreign country? Because usually there's no one on your side when you fight outside South Africa. So we're going to get into that also. And there's also Murutim Talane, by the way. He's fighting in London on Friday night. Our champion, South Africa Sportsman of the Year, um, is defending his IBF flyweight title against the upstart from England, Sonny Edwards. So we'll also get an up and up. We'll, we'll also get an update uh, from the camp of Morutim Talane. Remember, they were in um, where were they? They were in Tunisia. Firstly. And then from Tunisia, then they left for the UK. And as I mentioned last week, the reason they went to Tunisia was because um, he wanted to avoid going into quarantine. Uh, 
into isolation for 10 days because that's the rule for those traveling from South Africa to the UK. So he avoided that and then he went straight then to Tunisia and then from Tunisia he went to the UK. So we'll catch up with the camp there because there is a camera crew that's been following Morutim Talane around and we will find out then um, how the preparations are, how things have been in uh, in Tunisia and uh, how is he feeling? It's Friday night. I actually thought it was Saturday, but it is actually Friday night. How's that? So it's almost around the corner there, Murudim Talane. Before we talk boxing, um, I need to give you some football results, of course. By the way, there is a big game later on tonight. Paris and Nigeria, they take on a Nyimba in the CAF Confederation Cup. The Buccaneers need to avoid defeat uh, to qualify for the group for, for the knockout stages of the CAF Confederation Cup. All to play for in that group. Uh, all the teams are still in with a shout. So that's why they that match starts at 11. Can you believe it? Now we have to be up. At 11 o'clock because we just love football i guess because all the teams are still in with a chance of qualifying there uh, so that's why everybody must play at the same time there's also ESTF against al akhli uh, benghazi there and then um today in the league uh, Tex Galaxy finally won a game. They've been struggling recently. They beat Barocca by a goal to nil. Uh, it was that from what I see that's God. I didn't see that game, but I saw what happened at the Cape Town Stadium. Amazulu giving Cape Town City a chisampama. They won 5-1. Benny Makata returning to his former club and he hammered them by five goals to one. How's that? And then Sundowns, they were held to a draw by Arrows, so they are winless. N- they are they were they are winless now in four sundowns. It ended nil nil between between Arrows and uh, and and Mamelodi Sundowns. So what does it mean for the table? It means that Sundowns are on forty eight points. Amazulu are second on forty seven now, but Sundowns have played two games less. Golden Arrows are third on forty three. So it's not over yet, um, but Sundowns still still have it in their hands, I guess. And of course, earlier today, TTM winning one nil against Bloom Celtic. There was so much football. There was even Chiefs and cheaper. We even forgot about that. Chipper winning 1-0. Evanga with the goal there at the FNB Stadium after a defensive blunder from Matoho. He poked it over Itumelen Kune with five minutes left in that game. So Chipper won 1-0 against the Chiefs and TTM 1-0 against Celtic. Both teams still fighting relegation up also and they've given themselves a lifeline here chipper now 15 on 21 points at ttm are 14th on 22 points but they've played two games less and these teams will meet in a cup final by the way okay that's the football for tonight uh, there's also champions league semi-final tonight um who's playing P- P- psg and men city in paris yeah that's the first leg there so yeah lots to look forward to uh, but uh, we're going to talk boxing now after this break tabiso musia on safm and let's welcome him on the line, the special one, Sivan Unchinga. He told us two weeks ago that he's confident that he believes he can win, even though some people felt he was being rushed, but he didn't mind that. He felt it was his chance and he needed to grab his opportunity and he joins us on the line. Sivan, good evening from us. Thank you for speaking to us again on SAFM and congratulations on the win, champ. Um, 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 good, evening. good evening to you too. Um, to be honest, like, it's been a great journey. Like, um, um, I've experienced a lot of things. Okay. Apologies. Apologies. We've lost him there. We're going to try and get him back on the line. Maybe let's play Let's play a voice note. You can send your voice note to 0614104107. Good evening, Tibos SAFM Sport. Look, a quick one, man. I just want to wish Umoru Talani and Colin Nathan all the best in the UK. We are 100% behind him. May he bring it home. Uh, I've got a question for Mr. Duarte, though. I mean, how many times can a referee allow that holding and also that ducking too low to a point where a boxer is kissing the opponent's knees? How many times can a referee allow that to happen? Uh, congratulations to Sive, the special one. I mean, when we call him the special one, we are not exaggerating. The kid is really good, and he proved it. And two dots, it was said to see him lose there. Obviously, something fishy did happen. I mean, you could see even from the opponent's face. But I'm not one to entertain excuses. I felt like his fight plan was not up to scratch. I mean, I expected him to move counterclockwise to avoid the strong right, right hook of the opponent. And also, he, he looked to mix, whereas the jab and the straight right were the best uh, way to deal with him. But anyways, I hope he learned, and I hope he comes back stronger. This is TK1, Ungo in the corner. Okay, Teragai1, Amakwa Laglonina. 
Thank you for that uh, voice note. Yeah, I'm going to note that question uh, for, for the referee, Duarte. I know exactly what you're talking about because I saw that whole uh, tournament when it was, well, what, what we were able to see on TV. I didn't see Larato Lamine. I don't think Larato Lamine was on TV, uh, but I saw all that was on TV. And JJ also didn't fight this past weekend, actually. That's the one fight that didn't happen. So I'm going to ask uh, our referee when we get to that. Okay, we're struggling to get hold of Sive Nonchinga. We're just trying to uh, get him on a better line. So maybe then let's give you an update from the camp of Morutim Talane because they are fighting on Friday night. I mentioned that um, he's defending against Sunny Edwards and he was followed by a camera crew when they went to Tunisia. Um, Hayden and his team at SA Boxing Talk doing some fantastic work there. You can even check the visuals online. But basically this is what they had to say. <clears throat> yeah, first of all, I'll say now we've been staying very well here in Tunisia camping, training hard, so now everything went very well. I was a little bit scared when I came here because I, don't, I didn't know what it's going to be, be like, but now everything was perfect. It went according to the plan, so we're flying to UK, so now I'm ready. Everything is good. So Tunisia has been amazing. Um, you know, it's Ramadan. It's been it's been experience getting around and learning about new things, new places, and of course, being around the boxing environment and watching how the guys get on, um, seeing how Colin operates his business abroad. And um, again, just an amazing trip. Uh, people are really nice. It's been it's been something that uh, I think a lot of people would, would really enjoy experiencing. Just something out of the norm. Uh, let's put it that way. Uh, yeah, it's completely different, but um, everything was good because we're staying in the hotel. And uh, we had a boxing gym every time I used to wake, I woke up in the morning, went to run, then later went to the gym and do like we do in, in South Africa. No, everything went well. Yeah. Yeah, of course, I think uh, I'm done with training now. I'm just training to maintain weight as I'm within the limit now. Now everything is well. So I'm looking forward to Friday night and still. He's definitely putting the hard work He's got a mindset that he just wants to keep training, keep training. You know, he, he does it as if you know it's he loves it as as if it's it's bread, it's his bread and butter. Um, because if you see how he trains and the consistency that he's training at, you won't believe anyone would train like that. But definitely ready for this fight. Uh, like to all my fights, I never had the. Knockout prediction. I'm always going there to the fight, ready for full 12 rounds. So every time when the knockout comes, it's always a bonus to me. I'm ready for full 12 rounds. Win by unanimously point decision. If the knockout comes, I'll be happy. It would be a bonus to me. Okay, they sound happy. They sound confident there. Uh, that was uh, Murutim Talane, as well as Hayden, who's part of SA Boxing Talk. They followed Muruti to Tunisia. I'm not sure if they went to him with him to the UK. And there was also Kaden Truta, the sparring, pa- the sparring partner of Murutim Talane, um, who sounds more tired than Murutim Talane, actually, after those sparring sessions. Eh? Kaden telling us that he is shocked at how disciplined Moruti is. The same, uh, he's the same in sparring as this, as, as he's the same. I mean, the same in training as he is the same in the ring. He takes everything uh, seriously, and that's the Moruti that we know. Very disciplined, a man who has fought in the same weight division, and he is really focused on his on his boxing. He's, even when he's not fighting, he always tries to be within the weight. That's what he told us the last time that we uh, spoke to him. So good luck to him on Friday. And this fight, this fight is so big. I don't know if, if if you watched the football last night, the Champions League game between Chelsea and Real Madrid at halftime of that fight because it was an overseas broadcast. They actually advertised this fight of Murutim Talane, and they even got his his, his his name right, the pronunciation Murutim Talane. There, they even got his name right. So it's a massive, massive, massive one. We wish him all the best. We know uh, Muruti does not like to talk before a fight um, so he'll probably speak to us after the fight and there was a press conference yesterday he did not join that press conference because they just arrived from from Tunisia so he probably had to go into like 48 hour isolation at least it's not 10 days like coming from South Africa to the UK but uh, I do think that he will speak tomorrow Murutim Talane so we'll hear from him uh, from that side okay let's take a quick break and we'll continue with the show Tabiso Musiya on SAFM Okay, we, we do apologize for the line there of Usi Venatin and Chinga. We are trying to get him uh, back on the line just to talk about his win against Christian Ar- 
Araneta of the Philippines at the Boardwalk Casino at Kabecha there. As I mentioned, that he won on points in that IBF elimination for the World Junior Flyweight title. So hopefully we'll get him back before the show. But let's speak to Kanyele Bulana now. He fought in Italy last Friday. That fight, we saw it live on SABC2. It ended in very, very controversial fashion. And he joins us on the line. Mendy, good evening. Thanks for speaking to us tonight. Oh, thanks, yeah. Thanks, man. Yes, man. When did you guys get back from Italy? Uh, Sunday. Sunday? Sunday morning. Yeah, Sunday morning. Oh, that was quick. And how are you feeling? I mean, um, I'm hanging in there, man. Yeah. Okay, before we get into the fight, how were you treated firstly in Italy when you got there and when you were leaving? Um... As I said before to my um, uh, my interview, said I didn't want to make any excuses, but uh, we were not that. They didn't welcome us that mm. in a good way. Like, but what what were some of the challenges? The challenges we had. Uh, I, uh, I I went for a, a brain scan. We went to test for COVID, uh, and we never had a uh, um, time to have our own gym to train. We trained at my room, the, the hotel, the room that we were using. Mm. We asked for scales, and we were not given official uh, like scales. And that's why uh, I went to the to the to the way in. I underweight my 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 opponent, so I almost made featherweight. Because I really have skills and things. Yeah, no, that's a challenge. Yeah? But let's, let's, and the language, how was the language? Were they at least translating for you there? Uh, some people tried to translate, but mostly they were checking their language. Okay, let's talk about the fight, though. How, how disappointed were you with how the fight ended? I mean, we watched it here live on SABC. Lots of people were shocked at how that fight ended. I was very disappointed and I was hurt because I didn't understand what's going on. Because the referee, when he when he stopped the fight, I was looking at him while he was busy counting, and I was never even hurt or dizzy. I was just looking at him, trying to show him that okay, I'm still here. But since I was told that uh, I have to expect that because they're going to do that, they're going to do uh, anything to make him win because uh, they talk about him was going to US or something. So I know they will try to enforce uh, and lose to me. So I was very happy and disappointed, man. Yes, and I mean, it was the first round. The fight had just started. You looked lively in the beginning. And, and you were disengaging when you caught you, right? But your guards were down. That's how we caught you. But you're saying you didn't feel it. You 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 were fine. Uh, I didn't feel it because I was in the movement. But he said yeah. I slipped. Uh, I was off balance. And uh, he caught me because I made a mistake. Then he corrected me. But... Or the referee to cut off the fight, uh, it was very unfair. And talking about the referee cutting off the fight, we, we saw him on TV count from five, six, seven, eight, and then you got up, and then I don't know what happened after that. Firstly, is it right what we saw on TV? Did he start counting from five, or did he count from one, and we just maybe didn't see that? No, we started from five. We started from five. Because uh, at the time... I went down there, uh, talked to my opponent to go to the opposite, to, to the neutral corner. So mm. at the time he was uh, pointing him to go to the neutral corner, I was uh, on my knees and I was looking at him. Uh, mm. But he started from five, I didn't, he didn't count from one, but he started from five to six. So I was still lost and shocked about why, what's happening. And, and then, were you also looking at your corner too? Were they counting for you? Because we know some corners will count and tell you when to get up. Uh, I know that uh, to, if ever you get caught, you have to take a count until uh, you know that, okay, now I can, uh, I can get up because I'm not teasing something. But mm. in, in, in this scenario, I was not even hurt. I was not even teasing. So I was just looking at, at the race just because I, I didn't want to look somewhere else because I know if ever I look at my corner he's going to try to call off the fight so I have to look at him mm-hmm. so that he can I'm not hurt and I'm still focused I want I still I still want to fight 
Yes, and then, then I mentioned that we didn't see him count 9 and 10. From where you were, what did you see? Did he really stop at 8 or did he mention 9 or 10 or what happened? No, he stopped at 8. He stopped at 8 and and with his, because uh, there was something with his fingers. I was still, uh, yes. I was still lost. Uh tried to look at him. I tried to ask what's happening and he just called fight off. Uh, and he was pushing me to my corner, so um, I was looking at my corner. What's happening? Uh, and is, is that what hurt you the most, the way the fight ended? Yeah, it hurt me because at least I wanted it to send uh, in the, in the, in the, in the dignified like, loss. He can't, he can't, he can't just uh, Stop the fight. At least, if ever I was knocked out cold, then I would understand. But now I'm not even hurt. I don't understand. I'm still lost and still hurt, man. And you started off very lively in that fight. I mean, what was your game plan? My game plan it was to chip him, smart him, because I know that he was going to throw more of overarms, mm. and he could do with one. So at the time, I was trying to get out. I was trying to go back to my Compared to my plan for my fight, because we had we had we had we had we had, we had a plan, and I was so fit. So I was trying to get out so that I can keep my reach, so that I can hit him. But unfortunately, he caught me. And it's your first professional loss. You were twelve and old before this one. It must be even harder to accept how your first loss has come. Eh? Hey, I'm very, I'm very, I'm very hurt because uh, my first loss came when I was fighting for a world title and uh, I was fighting for something that I dreamed about so I, as boxers we all dream to be like world world champions and recognition in the in the organization in the boxing organization of the world but it's a, a loss it's a loss man uh, do you think it was a hometown decision though uh, I think the rich was biased because uh yeah, it, yeah, yes, yes, it was. It was. It was unfair to me. Yeah. And did they say anything to? What did Magnesi say to you after the fight? So he was trying to speak to you or say something in your ear. We were both lost because he was lost too. Because he wanted to fight too, he didn't even fight. So he was lost. So I was looking at him and asking, "So if this is how you're going to give me a loss, man?" And he was he was saying, "I don't know why the rest stopped the fight too." Yeah. And it's easy to talk in hindsight, but I mean, from the from the little action that you you had in that first round, how do you how do you think the fight would have gone? Uh, I prepared to win, uh, and I was fit, and I know I was going to outsmart him, and I uh, could even knock him out. So, if ever the fight went the distance, I was going to hit him, mm. break. Him. In his hometown and take his title with me in South Africa because that title belongs to me. Ah, and they did. They didn't even give you the chance, eh? And did you know that the fight would be live on SABC? The whole country was watching you. No, I I, I only saw it uh, the following day because after after fight I went to the hotel. I didn't even go to eat or something. I just mm. I just myself in my room, prayed and. I didn't answer. I didn't even answer answer my phone because everyone was texting and trying to see how how I was feeling. But I avoided everyone. No, it was a prop, it was what they call the Italian job. There, we are still looking for answers. We still don't know what happened there. Would you like your camp to challenge it? Yes, I love it because I would love to fight Magnus again just to get my second chance. So we can see how how it goes. Mm. Would you like another an, another chance, or would you like to challenge this this decision? I want another chance, man. Mm. I still believe uh, I was going to help him. No, man, Menti, keep your head up. We saw what happened. I think a lot of people know that you got a raw deal there. It was a hometown decision. And, uh, yeah, we will see what happens over the next couple of weeks. But we're going to speak to your camp and find out what, they are do, what they're going to do about it. But don't despair, man. You still have a lot of boxing left in you. We know what you can do. We saw what you did against Tupilam Ponchane. So you are not as bad as what happened on Friday night. And I think it was out of your hands there. Okay, thank you. Do you think you could have got up earlier, though? Or yes. is it easy to say after the fight? Yes, I, I think I would have caught up earlier because 
our social plan, just because the refer how we counted, uh, I was shocked, and it was my first time, like, uh, to get that now, nah, to get it, uh, to get it knocked down. But I was, I, 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 I was so professional about it because I went yeah. to my look at it and and I was looking at you straight just yeah. to show you what happened. No, we saw that. We saw you took it. You took it well. I mean, you had a right to be angry, to be upset, but you really uh, took took it well there but yeah like we said man keep your head up high and we will see what happens going forward we'll speak to your camp and see if they if they will appeal or not but what lessons do you take from that fight from what happened in the fight the lesson that uh, i take from that fight now i have to work on my defense so that i won't um, i don't make the same mistake that i did last time and and try to focus more and chain harder than that i did before Okay, that's Kanyele Bulana there just talking to us about what happened in Rome, Italy. Unbelievable Italian job there, if you, if you saw that that fight. Um, let's speak to Johan Truta, who was there, uh, traveling with Kanyele Bulana. He was in the corner there training him. Johan, good evening from us on SAFM. Thanks for speaking to us tonight. Hi, good evening. Uh, good evening, Trafiso and, uh, and the listeners. Thanks, Johan. How do you feel after what happened there in Rome? Man, like you said, uh, we also call it the Italian job. And uh, yeah, yeah, it started. It started a bit before the fight. You know, they tried to pull all the tricks, all the tricks of the trade, to yeah. get us unnerved. And you know, to uh, the language barrier was also a problem. Mm. Um, yeah, and they put us in a hotel in the middle of nowhere, no scale, no gym. Um, yeah, and it was a tough time. It was a tough time. But Canile was Canile was ready, man. He was focused. There's no excuses, you know. Uh, hmm. They did the Italian job on us, but he was ready, eh? Yeah, we saw even our national anthem, they cut it short there for some reason while we were still singing there. Yeah, the Italians are not very respectful there. Eh? Yeah. Not very respectful people. Um, we expected a bit more uh, from them, but we know going overseas is going to be a challenge. Uh, it was a challenge with his weight, like he said just now. You know, they, they, they made sure we didn't get a scale... They were they were ducking and diving, you know, with a gym and a scale, and we eventually borrowed a scale, you know, from from someone in the hotel, the the, the owner's son, mm. uh, a scale from the seventies or eighties, you know, one of those old, yeah. and it was obviously a little out, and uh, yeah, at weigh in it was almost a kilo underweight. Yeah. So. Let's let's talk about the count now, because that's what everybody is is, is is talking about. I mean, what what did you make of how the ref counted? Man, we knew, you know, uh, Colin uh, Colin Nathan, his trainer, you know, knew he couldn't obviously be there, but he knew uh, it was an Italian ref, Italian judges, and he did complain about it. He did put in a complaint, and then you know, they had an excuse of uh, it's COVID. They have to use Italian people. And we knew it's going to be tough, man, with the Italian ref. We knew, uh, maybe me and Bologna even discussed before the fight, you know, he can't lie on the ropes, he can't take four or five shots on the ropes. Uh, the ref is going to look for any excuse to stop the fight um, because Michael Magnissi is, is, is big in Italy. Uh, he's mm. the only world champion in Italy, I, I, I believe. So they would, they would have done anything yeah, to make him win, you know, I believe. Uh, but, but, but I also believe he could have gotten up uh, mm-hmm. a bit earlier, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, what the ref did wasn't right. I was sitting right next to where he got he got dropped, and uh, I saw him starting at five and fumbling with his fingers actually. Yes, you know, he fumbled when eight. he got to eight. I don't know what he did after that. And um, yeah, we also couldn't believe, man. I was actually standing there speechless. I didn't know what to make of it. Um, and so was the rest of the people there, even the promoter, judges, you know. Uh, there was like a moment of, uh, you know, a few seconds of silence where nobody knew what was really going on. Uh, and they couldn't believe it, yeah. Yeah. And and in that situation, do you communicate with your boxer in the corner or did you think that he was fine and you expected him to get up at eight? You know what? Uh, Canilo got dropped like... Uh, you know, I also, he was moving the wrong way. Uh, he wasn't moving his head as he should, you know, and he got dropped all fair, you know. 
Um, but it wasn't bad, man. We were sitting right where it happened. It happened in our corner. Canelo was fine. He was uh, looking at the ref. I can see he was fine. He, he was just waiting for the count, seven or eight, to get up. You know, and uh, yeah, the ref just stopped the fight. And what did, they, what did they have to say for themselves after the fight? Man, the the promoter was, was very angry. Um, I spoke to one of the judges, one of the IBO judges after the fight. He also told us to put an official uh, protest in immediately, which Colin Nathan did. Um, I think that night at one o'clock, or that morning one o'clock, he, he put an official protest into the IBO. And yeah, now they, uh, we're just waiting to hear back from them. Okay, so there is an official appeal then of the decision. Yes, it was done right after the fight. Mm. Right after the fight, yeah. Yeah, and overall, I mean, as a team, how are you taking this now? Man, I'm I'm gutted. Uh, I'm gutted. It feels, you know, a loss is never nice, man. But but when they do a job on you, and uh, you know, they ex- you expect them to treat you a little better. When you go overseas, fight for a world title. They didn't treat us very good uh, in Italy. But, uh, yeah, it, it is what it is, man. But, yeah, I'm gutted for him. And I feel for Canile. You know, even I, I my, my heart's broken for him. Because I know he could have done it, man. He was ready. He was focused. He was fit. He made a mistake and he paid for it, huh? Had, had you seen anything like that before, though, when it comes to the counting? Yes, I've never, I've never seen that. Uh, you know, I've seen refs stop the fight premature. Uh, I've never seen a ref at world level or at a world title fight fumble like that, fumble his fingers in the count. I've never seen that. And in a situation like that, Johan, what do you say to your boxer now? Like, how do you lift him up? Wow, man. You know, all all we can say is, you know, everything happens for a reason. God has a plan, man. You know, I know Canelo is a strong guy. Um, spoke to him today, you know. He's a strong guy, and one loss is not going to define him, man. It's not going to define him. And, and this, this uh, world title fight in Italy was a big learning curve for him. I hope he learned a lot about what it takes to fight at that level. Yeah. Yeah. So the lesson is he, he could have also got up earlier. He could have gotten up earlier. Mm. He could have. Even um, though he doesn't make it right, what happened? Sure, you know, you expect the right thing to be done. You know, if you're up at eight and, and, and you're not buzzed or, or you know, you, everybody could see there was nothing wrong with him. Because he basically got caught uh, off balance with a good shot. So doesn't make it right, you know. Uh, you expect, if you get up at eight, you expect uh, the, the fight to go on if, if you if you meet all the rest of the months, you know. Yeah, and especially after the start. Yeah. I mean, it was very positive when, when, when the bell went. It looked like Kanyela was up for a fight there. I think, I think he started a bit fast. Mm-hmm. I think he should have taken his time a bit more, you know. The plan was to go out and he's got a very good jab, Kanyela, you know, just to go out throw the jab. Sting him with his jab, move around, you know, just uh, check him out in the first round. And uh, I think Canile got a bit excited and wanted to get him out of there and mixed it up a bit with him, which was a mistake. Okay. Yeah, no, Johan, keep yeah. your head up. Let's see what happens with the appeal. We'll follow, we'll follow this case. Okay, so thank you very much, man. Okay, thanks, Thank man, you, Johan. appreciate keep it. Keep well thanks. there. Bye. He was traveling with uh, with Kanyele Bulana there to Italy, of course. Colin is with Muruti in Tunisia, now they're in the UK. Uh, so they had to go there. And uh, I think Vusim Tolo was also there with them in Rome, in Italy there. Yeah, it is unbelievable. If you haven't seen it, you'll think that we're exaggerating. And we could be because we are South Africans, but we're not. We are not exaggerating yet. We saw the count. We saw it on TV. The ref said five, six, seven, eight. And then Bulana gets up. And then I don't know what happened with the referee's fingers now. He couldn't get to nine. He just stopped the fight. And it was unbelievable. If you had the commentary of Bongani Makazela and Kona Muabelo, you would realize that everybody was just shocked. Especially because it was the first round. I don't even think they'd gotten to the second minute of that fight there. Okay, we before we take a break, or do we play a voice note? Okay, let's play a voice note and we'll take a break. 
Kevin Intertetabiso, good evening to your guests, good evening to the team behind the show. My humble appeal goes to all the stakeholders in the Premiership or the PSL. They should also do invest in the boxing industry. Imagine Patrice Motsepe, after conquering the PSL, is now venging into the boxing industry. You know, it's, it's going to be the best of the news that we've ever had. He is not the only person. Many other people, even the whites, can also invest in it. It's very painful that a whole boxer goes to Italy to fight and then the national anthem is being cut off at a point. It's very sad. We need to really wave support. Even if we have a boxer who is fighting international and social media can train with the name of that boxer, I, I'm 100% sure it will be a motivation to the boxer. It's Brown Morrow in Bloomfontein. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. We are still trying to get hold of Steven Onchenga. We got cut off when we were speaking to him earlier on. I think his battery died. So if you are next to him there, please let him know. Or please borrow him your phone there. Um, uh, but we'll try. We'll see what happens uh, before the end of the show. And on the messages, uh, Malwande Nguseka says, Be strong, Kanyele, my brother. And there was also that voice note from Bramoro. Actually, Bramoro, um, um, Dr. Mutsipe, as they call him now, um, has donated to boxing in the Eastern Cape. I remember a couple of years ago uh, where he, he said he would donate one million rand to the welfare of former boxers. He also helped Zolani Tete's mother with a prosthetic leg. And uh, he, he and I think that million was to benefit the boxing gyms also in uh, in the Eastern Cape in Buffalo City there. He had identified about 50-odd boxing gyms and to help them with, um, with equipment and all that they needed. So maybe we should go back and find out actually how it was used then and how the, the boxing clubs benefited from that. Maybe that's a good one, Pramoro. But no, the, the man has definitely invested and tried his best to, to, to help our boxers there. But let's continue this discussion now because a lot of people are surprised by what we are telling them about what happened in Italy uh, from what we saw on TV but we've got an expert on the line let's get an expert opinion and maybe it's a chance for us to understand just how counting works in boxing and experience the referee and judge boxing official Mr. Dion Duarte joins us on the line good evening Dion and thanks for taking our call tonight hi good evening Tabiso how are you doing no we're fine thanks I saw that everybody even those that were at the Bodo Casino last weekend were talking about what happened in Italy what did you make of it um Look, he, he went down, and from from uh, I, I can just speak from what I saw. Yeah. He, he beat the count. He got up. Uh, I'm not sure if it was eight or nine, but he got up and he, he beat the ten count. So, in my opinion, he beat the count. Um, what what normally happens is when you, when you've beaten the count, the referee evaluates whether you whether you're still um, able to continue. And he looked fine because if if you look. Carefully, he was on his knee, he was looking directly at the referee, and then he got up and he was looking directly at the referee, and the referee waved it off. So, uh, I don't know what to make of it, but um, in my opinion, he beat the count. And then the referee didn't count up to 10, he counted 8, and then his fingers started wiggling a little bit. What <laughs> what could have happened there? I'm really not sure. I, I also saw that. I, Maybe didn't know what comes off the eight. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so too, but I thought, no, I can't be. <laughs> uh, I really didn't know what to make of that. Because, uh, see, um, I wasn't, you, you couldn't hear what the referee yes, was counting. Yes, yes. So he could have been at nine. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. But in any case, from what I saw, he, he, he stood up before the, the, the count of 10, which, mm. which would, would have meant he was, he was, um, Fair enough, and, and in the right side of mind, to still continue. Yes, and maybe Dion, you can explain to us how does how does the count work? How does counting work in boxing? Because some people are saying there are two ways to count. Okay, you, you see, I, I was listening to what Kyle was saying about the referee starting at five. Mm. Now that is something that I think when, when we when we travel overseas, our fighters they need to find out by the local commissions how how it works. Because you know, in some countries, you got the, the as soon as you go down. The timekeeper picks up, he starts counting. And then the referee will look at the timekeeper and the timekeeper will show him whether he's at four or five and the referee will start counting from five. So that, that, I think that is something that, that um, Bulana's management should have found out at the rules meeting. Sorry, sorry, Dion, I just lost you there. Can you just repeat that? Okay, well, what happens in, in, some, in some countries, like in, in the United States and in, in, and in England and mm -hmm. parts of Europe, as soon as the fighter goes down, the timekeeper starts counting one, two, three, uh, and then the referee will look at the timekeeper and he will pick up the count. 
from the timekeeper. Okay. So if the, if the timekeeper is at five, then the, then, or the timekeeper is at four, then the referee will start five, six, seven. No, so he, he would pick up the count. Now, yes. I, I think I think may, that could have been the case in Italy. I'm, I'm not sure how the Italians work, but mm. it could have been the case. And that is something that his management should have um, found out at the, at the rules meeting because there's a rules meeting before the before every world title fight mm. where they explain exactly how, how things. But obviously there was also the, the language barrier, so mm. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Yeah. And then does he have to count up until 10 or can he stop at 8? No, dude. No. See, if a fighter gets up and he... Okay, let's say for instance a fighter gets up at 8 and you can see there's no mm-hmm. way that he's in any condition to continue. You can, you can wave it off. Okay, you can... So but you, Yes, yes. But yes. from what is, we saw, from, he didn't no, look from like what he was From there. what I saw, he, he, was, he, was, he was in a condition to continue. There was nothing. I mean, you must also take into account that this was a world title fight. It wasn't any any fight. So, the the fighter should have been given the benefit of the doubt. And yes. and there was there was no doubt in my mind. He he, he was on his he was on his knee. He was looking exactly uh, straight at the referee. He was he was listening to his count. He got up. He he wasn't on unsteady legs. And he should have been allowed the opportunity to continue fighting. Yeah, if 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 you also can't make sense of it, Dion, and we can't make sense of it, then what could have happened there? What <laughs> was going on there? Yeah, no, I, I really I don't want to speculate on what could have happened, but um, in my opinion, he beat the count, and he should have been he should have been given at least the opportunity to finish that run. Because in my opinion, he, he was he was stable. He, he wasn't like he was falling around. In my opinion, he was, he was in a condition to carry on fighting. Yeah. And it's easy to talk in hindsight, but in hindsight, you've already mentioned maybe they could have found out from the from the pre-fight meeting how the counting works. But what yeah. other lessons do we take from this? <laughs> <laughs> Send the Italian with you when you go overseas to fight in Italy. <laughs> okay. That's a start, yeah. That's yeah. a start. No, no, the, the thing is, when you travel overseas, you've you got to know what what happens in that jurisdiction because every country's got their own little way of of doing things i think it's it's it's, it's important that we don't just as, as as boxers we don't just go over to countries and then when things don't go away we, we want to say we were robbed or, or whatever but we need to find out exactly how how they do certain things this you no know, in South africa we do things a certain way and we and we used to it so when we go over there and we, and we get something there that's not done according to the way we used to do it, then then it becomes a, a issue. Yeah. And when you see a colleague doing that, Dion, what what goes through your mind? It puts it puts officiating in in a bit of a, a bit of a dispute because automatically people are saying, "Ah, oh, he, he the fighter was robbed." Mm. Yeah, but, no, I, I don't want to. I don't want to criticize the officials. The, the referee was, was there. He was. He was in the ring. He looked at um, at Kai, and in his opinion, Bulana was not in a condition to continue. I don't agree with it, but that, that was that is what his opinion was. Do you think they'll have any luck with their appeal? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> tough one. Huh? I, I, I doubt it. Mm-hmm. I doubt it. But let, let, let's see. Um, you, you never know. Okay. No, thanks, Dion. Thanks for the sure. clarity. We thought maybe we should bring you on as an expert to make us to make it all make sense. But yeah, we still we are still as confused, and <laughs> I think you also as surprised as as yeah. us what happened there. So yeah. I think we were right from what we saw that it shouldn't have been like that. <laughs> no, no, definitely shouldn't. Okay, thanks, Dion. Always a pleasure no, talking to no you. No problem. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. Thank, bye. Thank you. Okay. We okay. That's so that's 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 an experienced referee and judge now saying that even he's shocked by what happened there. So we are not being biased here. We are not being pro-South Africa. We actually, what we saw is actually, or what we thought was wrong is actually what happened. It was wrong. It was wrong. And this is a man that has handled the Anthony Joshua fight, of course, um, the referee, uh, um, Dion Duarte there. Even the last fight of Anthony Joshua, it was him in the middle. I remember we spoke to him uh, before the fight. It was him in the middle, uh, that fight in uh, December there of Anthony Joshua. So,
who was it? It was Kubrat Pulav, if I remember correctly, uh, the fight that he was referring. So there's the man who's telling us that, ah, it shouldn't have been like that. Italian job, hometown decision, whatever you make of it. Okay, let's take a quick break. We'll continue the show. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Okay, let's go to the lines. Um, we can't get hold of Steven. If we do get hold of him now, we won't do justice to the interview. So we'll give him, um, we'll give him time next week when we do get hold of him. These things happen. He's a champion. I'm sure he's in high demand. We also had him on the SABC radio stations yesterday. So his phone was about to die or was about to let him down there because he's doing so much talking, Sivanatin on Chinga. So don't worry, champ. We're not going to get hold of you now. I think we don't have time, but we'll go back to you next week. These things happen on radio also. But let's speak to some people here that have sent us voice notes and that have called us. I don't know where... Let me start with Fire Mokondereri. Charity Fire. Good evening, Charity. Oh, is it Terra? Oh, Terra Teto. Are you there? Yeah, I'm going to see you. 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 Yeah, I feel you where are you, I'll come back to you now. Okay, okay. Okay. Fire, are you there, Fire? Hey, you were watching the fight with us on SABC2. I know you were commenting there. What did you make of what happened with Bolan? I think, you know, it was hard done. I can say it was hard done because the referee never finished the count. I understand what uh, you know, just saying now, because now and then, you know, you must look at the, uh, at, at the, at the, at the, the timekeeper. The timekeeper always must start with the count in most of the fighting. The referee will have to look at the timekeeper for maybe four, then he will say five, six, seven. But uh, Bulano was at that. Uh, he was at that. He was in a situation where he can continue to, with the fight, but the fight was just stopped. Eh? And do these things happen in a foreign country? Because you've been overseas with boxers. Yeah, it happens all the time. <laughs> they are always against you to. They are always against you to lose. They don't bring you over there to win. They will definitely do anything for you to lose. <laughs> they will do everything for you to lose. You have to go there and put up a great fight. Go to the point you lose. If you go there, you make a mistake, you fall. They count. You lose. I, I, it's a problem, man. Eh? No, it's a big. It's a, it's a big problem. What it's did you make problem. of Nonchinga? Yo, I'm so proud of that boy. You know. You know, Nunchinga, me and his father, the trainer, Tembani, Kopeni, mm. we were speaking so many times. We were speaking on messages all the time. He would send me, I remember, when when the fight was approved, he said to me, he sent me a message, my brother, just check for me, man, Araneta, we're fighting Araneta for the IBF. Uh, <laughs> uh, just check for me, man, please, man. I said, brother, I'll have to check. You know, even when I was in Russia, he was, we were speaking all the time. He mm. asked me, what do you think of the fight? I told him, I watch Araneta, he's, 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 a, he's a killer puncher, he throws bombs. You can't stand with him, you have to go ahead and box. You use your jab and box. And exactly what Sive did there, eh? I'm so proud of Sive because he did exactly what we what was a plan. Mm. I, I think Tambani planned for that, and exactly he did that. You also called Jackson to beat Ndwanambi. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, you, know, you know, I know about it. You know, Jackson is an all-orea. He's an only he works hard. Uh, he works hard. I also fought him. I lost against him a few yes, years yes. back. Yes, I lost against him a few years back. I can't remember one of it, but mm-hmm. I lost against him. He's a warrior. He's very experienced. He's very experienced. He's been there in the game. He, you know, that young man is a very good boxer. He's still up and coming. He, he can still be a future. But he impressed me. Eh? The challenger mm-hmm. impressed me, Tabiso. Okay. He fought well. Eh? He fought very well. Against a warrior like like uh, Chauke, he fought very well. I was impressed by him. He's the future of South African boxing. Yeah, but he looked a bit man. big, man, for that division. Yeah, but he's still going up. I think he's still going go to go to, 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 to Bandam or to Nabandam. I think he's going to go up there. Okay, let's hear what yeah. Terra has to say. Terra, Ubuil? Yeah, I'm going, I'm going up with who, was, who was your boxer of the tournament there at uh, Boardwalk? Uh, at Boardwalk, uh, I have to give it to M3 Chauke. Mm. I have to, I mean, he showed, he showed correct, I mean, when you fight against these so-called uh, superstars or these fleshy boxers, and mm. when you see them looking to dominate, I mean, you, there's always that thing also when you're fighting in the Eastern Cape against an Eastern Cape boxer that, ish, you won't win, you need to finish it. So when yeah. it looks like it's not going to happen, and you still have the courage to keep fighting and eventually turn it around. That was really something special, especially with age against him. I mean, yeah. one would expect that a young man would be more energetic than him. But the question of uh, pretty boy stamina is a is a topic on, on a, it's a full topic for a show 
or needs to because uh, it, it, it always happens. It always happens that the guy looks in control of the fight, but somehow towards the championship rounds where it matters, he tends to fade. But and uh, for sure, a corner like Utimian, he was well well aware of that, mm. and uh, he seemed to have worked out a perfect plan for him. So you think for me, it's conditioning with Ndwanami? Uh, I, I really don't know, man. I really don't know because uh, it, it's not the first time. It's not the second time. I think it's the third time now that we mm. see the same problem. So you would have thought that they would have added the laps or the kilometers in the road. They would have added the rounds with sparring. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I really don't know what's the problem there. I really, mm. I really don't know because I had him talk just today. He said he, he was fit. Mm. He says there's no problem with his conditioning, but we see the same thing happening and happening over again. Yeah. But is it still the future, like people are saying? Uh, he, he, he's got potential, definitely. He's got the potential, definitely. But uh, I'm not too happy with the way he's being handled. I mean, I think as a boxer, you know, boxer in boxing, every every boxer, I mean, your Muhammad Ali's. Your, 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 your Floyd Mayweather, they've got a story of poverty to, 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 to mention. I mean, if you expose a boxer to, to, to a fleshy lifestyle, you're taking away that hunger from him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I really don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. I really hope, I really hope that it's a part on this question, God, oh, Zubulana. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've heard you've been mentioning an Italian job. If indeed it was an Italian job, then Bulana made it easy for them because according to Utoate who just spoke, he looked okay, he was on his knee. Mm. If, if that was the case, then he should have got up and not make it easy for them to just stop the fight, just like that. And again, it was, it was obvious if you watch my uh, guess is uh, tapes that his right hook is the punch that it, it, it's actually the punch that put his previous opponent to sleep. Mm. So one would have thought that he would try and avoid that with his movement, but he was he walked into that punch literally, and he was looking to mix instead of using the jab and the straight right just to keep him away and find his range. Okay, no, Benzo Buzan and a comment, Rigay, as a podwalk, but hey, I think that's a show for another day, ne? Yeah, 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 um, devil, um, devil, maybe, maybe, as I'm born, I'm Limas, um, devil. I mean, we appreciate you. I don't know if I can mention the brand name, but we really appreciate his efforts there, but he needs to keep them till after the tournament. And how about you, comment, Rivona? <laughs> uh, yeah, Brian Mitchell, uh, Brian Minoman, you know, it's not for Nungala, Nungala. Okay, no, I mean, it's disrespectful that you cannot, you cannot, I mean, you need to do a proper research towards this pronunciation of the names of the boxers. I mean, yeah, that's true. He must, he must he take his job serious. Okay, let's leave it there. And as I mentioned, yeah. when they were highlighting Muruti's fight, they got his pronunciation right. But I saw a lot of people who were not happy with the commentary at the Bordeaux Casino. So let's hope that uh, they will improve going forward. But we're going to leave it there. It's time to go to news.